0: It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for Extending the Play with your host, NFL insider,
1: John McMullen. Today's program is presented by Malamut Law, Cherry Hill Disc Centers, and Dr. Charles McCabe, Valle Insurance, and Thrive Financial Services.
2: Now, here's John McMullen. Welcome in South Jersey, another edition of Extending the Play as we get through this winter, but this is a very special edition because finally, after 19 days of being held hostage by rumors and innuendo, Carson Wentz is gone. Carson Wentz is no longer a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. It will not be official, of course, until March 17th, the start of the NFL's new league year. If you've been paying attention on social media, uh, Carson's already been in Indianapolis. He's already taken the private jet. He's already started to introduce himself to his new teammates. uh, And he has turned the page on, on Philadelphia actually going on Instagram and saying his goodbye, thanking the organization, thanking Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman for drafting him and giving him the opportunity to, to make his dream come true and be an NFL player. Um, all of that is, is sort of the typical lifespan when you see a situation and a divorce in sports and things go poorly. Uh, And that's where we are. It's kind of amazing if you go back to Super Bowl 52. I I talk about it all the time uh, with Doug Peterson uh, leaving and not lasting essentially three calendar years. And then you have Carson Wentz signing his extension. And he doesn't last two calendar years. But you do get the Lombardi trophy out of it. So there is some good. Uh, but when things like this happen and the fracture is sort of new, uh, most of the focus is on the bad. We're going we're gonna to get to all of it and everything involving Carson Wentz and everything that went wrong on this special edition of Extending the Play to do it. We're going to have my good friend Bob Groats on the program Nobody does a better job. He's been around the Philadelphia Eagles as a beat writer longer than anybody. He's from the Delaware County Times, so he'll be here after the break. But uh, before we kind of set up, Bob, and, and we kind of get in the nuts and bolts of this thing, I, I did want to talk about the generalities of, of the entire process. And it starts with what what the Eagles got in return. And certainly – You you look at a return of investment, not great. (laughs) If you think about the history of this player and the history of this organization, and where they were in 2016, which bottom line, guys. I mean, they tried they traded five draft choices to get up to get Carson Wentz from number thirteen where they originally stood. They leapfrogged up to number ten, ultimately all the way up to number two. To get Carson Wentz, who was supposed to be the face of this franchise, and it—hey, it started out great. Uh, and if you think about that 2017 season and where the Eagles were and where Carson Wentz, Wentz was at 11 and two, um, sort of a heroic going off his shield at uh, against the Los Angeles Rams with the torn ACL, torn LCL, last play throwing a touchdown on a torn ACL, which is pretty impressive. Um, and, and you look at where it's gone from there, and there's been incremental uh, sort of stages to the decline. A lot of it has to do with the injury situation, not only that knee injury but also the back injury uh, and the concussion. You can throw that in with Jadavian Clowney. So significant injuries. Uh, significant person, uh, personality problems. You talk about Joe Santa Liquido, the Philly Boys piece. That's probably where it all started. Um, then you have the fracture with Doug Peterson. And, and, and you have the dead cap money, which is $33.8 million, the largest cap hit in NFL history, to get rid of Carson Wentz uh, and the return. And that return on investment, which is, as I said, is going to be a third round pick this year and a second round pick next year, which could turn into a first depending on what Carson Wentz does in Indianapolis. It's not optimal. By no means is it optimal. If you look at this league in general, um, take last year, for instance, uh, Stephon Diggs, who's a wide receiver. Um, forces his way out of Minnesota, the Vikings get a first-round pick. Um, If you look at Jamal Adams, uh, unhappy with the New York Jets, kind of forces his way out as a safety, the Jets get two first-round picks. So when you look at it from that standpoint and you say, this is a quarterback, Uh, this is the most important position on the field, Uh, And the Eagles weren't able to get a first-round pick on paper. Again, if Carson Wentz plays well next season, plays 75% of the snaps, or 70% and the Colts make the playoffs, that turns into a first-round pick. So if he's healthy, you're probably going to get that first-round pick. Uh, Conversely, if you look at it from the Colts' side, well – If they make the playoffs, they're happy to give up that pick. A, it's going to be in the 20s. It's going to be a late first-round pick. Uh, And then from there, um, you kind of say to yourself, as a general manager in this league, there's a way of doing business. And it's not necessarily the way to do it, uh, to burn bridges. In other words, you can (laughs) – uh, I always describe it like this, and I always use Sam Henke as the example. Uh, one of the issues with Sam Henke in the Sixers was that he alienated other general managers. In other words, the goal isn't always to win every trade and, and sort of rub it into the opposing general manager's face and, and route them in everyone. Because why? You have to continue to do business with these people. So – from that standpoint, professionalism enters into it, and Chris Ballard doesn't have an issue with giving up a first-round pick for Carson Wentz if he succeeds in Indianapolis. And, again, it's going to be in the 20s, and that's not really uh, that substantial when you look at where Carson Wentz was from a value standpoint, uh, even at the beginning of the 2020 season. So the decline was pretty steep. Um it continued. The fracture um, made things worse. The fact that he couldn't get along with the organization. All this contributes to this fact that you can't get the value that people necessarily wanted and, and, and people thought they could potentially get for Carson Wentz. Remember, the, the first story out there floated was two first-round picks, and that was always laughable. We told you on this show that was laughable. It wasn't going to happen, uh, and here we are. But the, the positive part, you finally get to turn the page, uh, and you finally get to go on to the next chapter, and now it's about building, and whether that building starts with a new head coach, and Nick Sirianni certainly does, but whether it starts with Jalen Hurts as the uh, next quarterback, the Eagles are intent behind the scenes on adding sort of uh, competition, and we'll see what that competition looks like, whether it's a draft choice, uh, whether it's a veteran bridge quarterback, uh, whether it's, it's a top pick, if it's in that top 10, if it's number six overall versus a second or third round pick. I think all of that will factor in uh, to the Eagles' evaluation what they think of Jalen Hurts and kind of foreshadow that for you. Um, and we're going to get into all of this with my buddy, as I said, Bob Groats from the Delaware County Times. Um, and and, and uh, when we, we talk about turning the chapter, and you got to remember the good <laughs> along with the bad. Uh, but this special edition of Extending the Play is going to continue after the break, as I mentioned, uh, with Bob Groats from the Delaware County Times, the dean of the Eagles Beat writers. Uh, The guy who hosts the Pro Football Report with the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, the legendary Merrill Reese. Um, More extending the play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio after the break.
3: You called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. Nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like you know what's um, what's the the park in in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park. Central Park, yeah. yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> most famous
3: park in the world. Right.
0: Park. It's probably the most famous green space on the planet. <laughs>
2: the middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
4: Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut & Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut & Associates, South
0: Go to InjuredWorkers.com right
5: now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual
1: achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley.
0: I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number.
1: Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryhillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryhillDiscCenter.com.
6: When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. Day, my pain level is zero.
2: If they take care of you. They make sure this is good for you.
1: Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app
0: to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country you can sell to, and listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content.
2: Welcome back. South Jersey extending play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. We're trying to get my buddy Bob Grotes, uh on the line, uh, having some technical difficulties. And uh, we'll continue to talk about uh, Carson Wentz, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, moving forward. Um, and that's what this team is about right now. We finally gotten to the point. We all knew it was going to happen. Uh, it was just a, a, a matter of, of when, not if. And we finally have the win. So if you want to look at the positive side uh, and you want to look at. Uh, Um, this team and their ability to move forward with a new head coach and Nick Sirianni, a new coaching staff, which is very young. We've made, uh, uh, we've talked a lot about that. And uh, you know, my piece for the Philly voice, which kind of got pushed back a day because of the Carson Wentz trade was about the youth on that Eagles coaching staff. And if you think about it, it starts with Nick Sirianni. Who's not going to turn 40 until June um, his offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen is 35 years old. Uh, his defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon is 37. Um, and you, you, at, at points you get even younger than that. Uh, Michael Clay is the new special teams coordinator. He will be the youngest coordinator in NFL in the NFL right now at 29 years old. He, He passes Joe Brady, who incidentally uh, was one of the 10 people who interviewed for this job when Nick got it. Uh, And then you talk about Nick Rollis, who's the linebackers coach, um, who's the youngest position coach in the NFL at 27 years old. And we talk about Alex Singleton, the best linebacker the Eagles had last year. He's 27 years old. Uh, And there was some news on that front in the fact that Jannard Avery, um, his personal uh, coach, personal footwork coach, tweeted out yesterday the Eagles are going to move him to linebacker. So you have all these moving parts, all these young coaches. At bottom line is, you have a, a a quarterback that was disgruntled. You had certain players that are disgruntled. Zach Ertz, I think, is the next domino to fall. Deshaun Jackson was released yesterday, as everyone expected. Uh, the Eagles have already highlighted their post-June 1st cuts. Uh, those are going to be all Sean Jeffrey, uh, Malik Jackson. From a booking uh, bookkeeping standpoint, they will be labeled as post-June 1st. But one of the reasons uh, they reworked their deal to give the Eagles a little salary cap relief earlier than that uh, is so they can get on the open market early and try to get new jobs when – Uh, at the beginning of free agency and there's not necessarily the glut where people have already made their moves and aren't interested in adding players. So you have all these moving parts and the Eagles uh, were up against it for a a number of reasons. And so many things in our country as a whole are blamed on the pandemic and uh, understandably so. Um, COVID-19 has done so many things to our country, shut it down at points, locked it down, different parts of the country. And the impact on a much smaller world, and that's the NFL, as big as it is in sports, it doesn't really matter uh, when it comes to real world things. But this is the first time in NFL history uh, that the salary cap is going down. And it's going down because of the, the lost revenues from COVID-19, the empty stadiums. Um, obviously, you don't have everything that encompasses that when you talk about revenue, whether it's parking, concessions, ticket revenue, so forth and so on. So for the first time in NFL history, the salary cap is going down. We don't know what that number is going to be. Um, we do know coming off last week. The lowest it can possibly be is 180 million dollars per team. Now, why this is such a, a a big issue is it was 198.2 last year. So understand, as you budget, and teams generally budget in in increments of two, three years. You have to think about if you're Howie Roseman. You have to think about more uh, than just 2021. You have to think about 2022, 2023, and moving forward. I I know a lot of fans aren't happy with that because they want Howie Fired, but that's the reality of his job. He's got to think, be more forward-thinking than, say, a head coach who's got to think about beating his next opponent. Um, So when all this started, before it started, You As you budgeted for 2020, say, and then 2021, well, your assumption is, because it always has been, that the salary cap is going up before COVID-19. It was probably going to go up about 10%. That's the way it had been ascending uh, pre-pandemic. Now, all of a sudden, it's going down. So you've already budgeted all these players all these big money contracts prior to getting this significant hit. So that's why the Eagles are in such desperate straits. And the take on, and we've talked about this a lot on extending the play, the take on $33.8 million in dead cap money, which is so by far the NFL record, They shattered the precedent by over 50%. It went from 22.2 to 33.8 million uh, when they traded Carson Wentz. Um, So you have that, and that's why the dominoes have to fall as far as big name players. And it started, as we mentioned. With Deshaun Jackson, we all know Malik Jackson's going to be a part of that. All Sean Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, the Eagles are trying to trade him right now as we speak. Um, And Zach would like out uh, of Philadelphia as well, by the way. Um, So you have a situation where the L.A. Chargers are involved. um, The Baltimore Ravens are involved. The Green Bay Packers in the past, Seattle Seahawks, Buffalo Bills. Question is, do they want a high-priced aging tight end who's now going to be on the wrong side of 30? uh, And what are they going to give up for him? And it's probably, again, I think fans look at a player like Zach Ertz and they say, okay, this is a, a great, great player. He has been a great player for a number of years, um, what are we going to do? Uh, how, how are we going to get him uh, out of this organization? And if you do get him out of this organization, you better get a second, third-round pick. You're not going to get a second or third-round pick. Again, the money is such a big aspect to this in the NFL and, and, and this year more than ever because it's not just the Eagles that have taken that hit from COVID-19. It's every other team. So when you talk about big money players, there's going to be less of them. There's going to be more um, big name talent uh, on the open markets. And that means more demand, supply and demand. The old thing you were taught in high school, uh, there there is – A lot of demand. There's always demand for good players, but the supply is going to be far greater than it typically is, and that's the landscape the Eagles are dealing with. So in a lot of ways, the the trade of Carson Wentz, what it does is they have essentially the Philadelphia Eagles have held their nose, and they're taking their medicine, and they're saying, okay, we have to take a step back and maybe – we can take two steps forward Um, it's a very difficult process um, especially for an organization that has been so successful since really Andy Reid arrived in 1999 Um, this fan base is is a bit spoiled they're not used to rebuilding years they're not used to transition years And Jeffrey Lurie himself used that term transition. Um, and it's because, uh, that rebuilding word is such a negative, has such a negative connotation, uh, when it comes to the fan base, but that's what it means. Uh, that's really what it means. And, and you can try to spin it in every other direction. Um, but you can either be honest with yourself or, um, you know, play it pie in the sky. And I, I think most Eagles fans kind of understand this process has to be different than it has been. They thought the championship window was open a little bit longer than it probably should have been. And that arguably is the biggest mistake uh, the Eagles have made uh, to this point. When you talk about this window of Super Bowl 52 forward and the coining of the phrase, the new normal, well, the Eagles um, were very astute and early in that process trying to get, okay, we got one, let's get another one. And the problem is, they kept talking themselves into with these late season playoff runs. They kept talking themselves into the steer that we're closer than maybe uh, people realize. And if we get to the postseason, you never know what happens. Um, and if we get to that point, we can kind of make another run at, at a Super Bowl championship. And to be honest, They needed to be more honest with themselves. They needed to turn the page quicker. And that's part of the reason they're in this conundrum. And we've started this process of this transition and this rebuild. Um, And now we got to go forward. (laughs) And now it's about doing it the best way possible. And speaking of the best way possible, we're going to try to clear up these technical difficulties. We're going to try to get my buddy Bob Groats on the line uh, if not, I might bring in Joe Krause uh, from Jacob Media, but we'll see. Uh, stay tuned, South Jersey, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio, the Carson Wentz trade edition of Extending the Play. marches on after the break.
0: If you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head to your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across. PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you are missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more.
1: Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an audible this season and contact the Delview, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right cover. And call managing partners Fran or Jim of DelVal Insurance. 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was
0: in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair
4: from the pain.
1: Do this. Go to cherryhilldisccenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. Cherryhilldisccenter.com.
6: When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went
3: by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make
2: sure this is good for you.
1: Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. com. dot com. The
3: middle. That's what I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what I'm is this online.
1: hangover? Yeah, what's with this
0: hangover? Right, I mean, what, what happened yesterday?
3: Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? 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 Well, I took yeah. a with the pineapples, and I infused it for like a That's week That's too or much two. pineapple. Pineapple and, 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 and is terrible. It was, too, it, was, it was so sweet that you would just, just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. Did you say you took pineapple vodka and
0: then infused it into pineapples? Yes. I mean, there's, there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple <laughs> vodka and
1: infused it into pineapples. Oh
0: I my. thought it
3: would be a better taste, and it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast, whats down... <laughs> up? Way too fast, oh man. My. And next thing you know, man. Next thing you know, three shades to the wind watching Wayla Tifa. Oh my this god, that's
1: the light <laughs> of the day. <laughs> in the
2: middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from eleven AM to one PM Eastern.
1: Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic. Presented by Philadelphia's organized labor. The All-Star Labor Classic of Philadelphia tradition has already donated over three million dollars and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic. Presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. Sunday, April 18th, 2021. Being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington.
4: When Recovery Centers of America at Devon opened its campuses on the Main Line and in South Jersey, they offered a new approach. Local addiction treatment led by an expert, caring team of professionals. RCA has since helped thousands and leads the way in innovative programs and exceptional inpatient and outpatient care. All In a beautiful setting that allows for healing and recovery. RCA answers the phone and admits patients 24 7, 365, including the holidays. All admitted patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID 19. Call now at 1 888 Recovery. That's 1 888 Recovery.
0: You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports
2: content. ending the play uh, here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. I think, I hope, we have my buddy Bob Groats on the line, having some technical difficulties uh, this morning. Uh, but we've been having technical difficulties in South Jersey and the Delaware Valley and as far as snow and ice for so long. Uh, maybe this will work out. Bob, are you there? Yeah, I'm here.
6: I'm here. I, I had to... Uh I was out of my house for just a little bit. I had to fix some wiring out here to get the uh, the internet
2: going again. Wow. You're fixing wiring. I'm impressed. I don't know if I'm that capable. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I know cause I can't run the board. So I know I'm not capable. Uh, but I want to thank you and Bob, uh, Reed, read Bob at the Delaware County times, obviously. And he is the Dean of the Eagles beat writer. So, uh, my buddy Bob has been through it all when it comes to the quarterback position with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you've seen the controversies. You've seen the trades. Donovan McNabb in division, for instance, in the past, to the uh, then-Washington Redskins back in the day. Uh, we yeah. got the biggest one of them all, though, here, Bob. And and Carson Wentz, after 19 days of holding us all hostage Finally gone to Frank Reich, Indianapolis, Press Taylor, Mike Groh. Reunion tour for everybody out there. Uh, what What's your first thought of the trade? And, and more important, the return of investment. Uh, Third-round pick, potential first-round pick in 2022.
6: I, I thought they did better than um, could be expected because I didn't think he was worth a conditional first-round pick. Uh, conditional second, yeah, uh, I, I could see that, and and you know another another second day pat uh, pick. So, and I was kind of surprised um, that that uh, the Colts uh, there was nobody bidding against them. Um, I, I you know the Chicago thing, I never believed that. They just um, they they have uh, Allen Robinson there. They they're probably going to put a franchise tag on him or or um, sign him long term, and they got Nick Foles, and I did not. At all, see, see, Nick Foles coming back here—that like that would have been too weird, John. I mean, I, I would have just had to pinch myself, <laughs> you know, every time I covered a game there. So, but um, so I was surprised by that. They, I think they got a—I think that's a good catch for them, a good return on investment. I mean, all things considered, I, let's let's be honest. The guy uh, had is coming off a historically bad season, uh, led the tied either letter type for the league lead and the most. Gruesome or the most horrible categories: giveaways, interceptions, sacks, and um, so. I mean, Frank Reich and the Colts overlooked that, and um, Frank thinks he can uh, he can uh, flip the switch on him. It's going to be interesting with Mike Groh there because Groh, apparently, you know, I don't think he was able to tell Carson much, maybe a little bit. I mean, he 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 was productive with uh, Groh at the end of the twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen season. But uh, that, it's going to be a really interesting rebuild job. And, and as far as Carson went, uh, he got what he wanted. He just he didn't want to be here, and and we could all see that. We John, we didn't need experts, you know, um, daily no. on these shows no. talking about how uh, you know this this had to happen because of this and that and the other thing, and and what the Eagles have to do. We we all knew he didn't want to be here. It, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, so, and, it, and I, I forgot to mention too. I I think he got the coach fired. <laughs> so, uh, I don't believe those rumors about, or that "quote unquote" report that uh, Doug and 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 uh, Carson didn't speak for for eight weeks because we we all we saw them. Speaking. We saw, yeah, you know, I saw so, them talking.
2: Yeah. Uh, that, that
6: was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I, I mean, there is you know, from that report standpoint, I kind of mentioned there's a literal part to it. Obviously, they had to talk as head coach and quarterback. Well, he was still the starter at least. Uh, just to communicate during games, but if you're looking at it from a figurative standpoint, maybe they stop talking on a personal level. I I could see that, and and that's one of the issues. You know, Bob, I, I remember going back to April uh, when the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts, and I, I called it a vacuum pick at the time because I thought it was tone deaf. You, you can go into it as Howie Roseman saying, "Ah, uh, we want to be a quarterback factory." we want to have talent we want to have a great backup quarterback but you're not taking the human element into effect and how that was going to resonate with the starting quarterback um, yeah
6: do yeah, you do, that's a, do you think that was yeah, yeah do
2: you think that's where it started this this whole yeah, disconnect
6: I, I, it may have started that way with Carson Wentz but but that's an excellent point point. and uh, for for whatever reason Carson Wentz didn't want to have to compete for his job you know he was most comfortable when uh, when Josh McCown was was backing him up, or Nate Sudfeld, or both, and and uh, when Nick was there, I mean, never – in 2018, Carson came back and he had that uh, he had the stress fracture in his back, and he still wanted to play, he still wanted to play, and he got a he got his own uh, he had to get a opinion from his own specialist on the West Coast, you know, before he was uh, before he he kind of allowed. Well, I don't know if it, allowed is the right word, but Doug, to me, Doug Peterson just finessed him to the bench with that injury and put Nick Foles in, and they went to the playoffs, so it, it worked. So I think the trust factor with Doug took a hit then. 2019, uh, that was kind of a – that was a strange year. Carson had, a, had a, a good year, but it was a strange year. And, um, and then he got hurt. Carson got hurt at the end of the year. But, that, you know, taking the quarterback after that, taking Jalen Hurts – I, I honestly felt at the time that the Eagles finally did the right thing, which was take the best player available. He was easily the best guy available to me at that time. You take him. I know they had other needs, and, and um, you you know, you, there were some receivers and, and linebackers and, and other help out there. But to me, they did the right thing. And, and he just – he could not – so I, I guess there is something to it. He could not accept that, I don't think. But But that's on him. I mean, you – you have to be able to compete for your job. And uh, Jalen Hurts is a tiger when it comes to competition. We we saw Alabama. We saw what happened there. And then, you know, he hung around there an extra year after he lost his job to Tua. And then goes to Oklahoma and comes back and, and has a really strong season with with a lot of great players. So Carson, for whatever reason, just doesn't think he should have to compete for his job. He and that thing about Malcolm Jenkins saying that the Eagles didn't do him any favor by coddling him, I'm, I'm 100% with
2: him. Yeah, I, I agree with Matt. One of the reasons Malcolm isn't here, I think you'll agree with, is the fact that the Eagles were trying to make things easier for Carson in the locker room and, and trying to clear the path from a so-called leader so he could take over this team. Yeah, They kind of bent over backwards every – a step of the way with Carson Wentz, right up until they didn't, and maybe yeah. it is just that entitlement factor. I think, but Bob, I think it's interesting. You see it all across the league, and Sean Watson he wants he wants <laughs> he wants to be counseled on the new head coach and the new GM, and Russell Wilson wants to talk about uh, personnel decisions. Is is yeah. that the way this sport is going, where you have in, in, entitled quarterbacks just thinking? They don't have to compete.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, in the world of sports, and, and uh, I, I actually think some of that stuff started with LeBron um, talking about how they shouldn't have this all-star game, and then everybody jumped on board, and they started talking about double double standards and this and that. And, but, you know, in football, these guys are making so much money, um, especially like Russell Wilson, and, and, and such a high percentage of that salary cap, what his salary counts, I mean, all right, you know, if you want to have a little bit of input and, and personnel, take a pay cut, you know. <laughs> That's let not us, Let us do something, and he's not going to do that. But I mean, I don't – I'm sure they, they said something like that, you know. And, and um, you know, same thing, Deshaun Watson, um, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of I, – I think uh, I, I spoke – or not spoke. I was texting with an ex-Eagle, and uh, he, he really thinks that they'd be great with Deshaun Watson. I, I don't think they have – the resources to get him. And, uh, I I do think if they had the Sean Watson, they'd win the NFC for the next five years. And I think that in in two years, they'd be a super bowl contender, even with this roster. I think they could make it over. Well, depending on what they lose, but you know, he's, he's going to be a problem too, for the next team that has him because, uh, you know, he wants that. He wants to have some, some sort of say, first it was the GM, then it was the head coach. and, And, uh, you know, you just can't, you know, there's, there's some coddling going on there. I'm, now they can't, now they got to move him.
2: But and, it is, uh, it, I I it, it is, gonna get much. it is interesting, Bob, because, and we're talking with Bob Groach from the Delaware County Times on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. It is interesting. You bring up Deshaun and uh, his talent level, and I think everybody in the NFL agrees. And, um, The Eagles don't have a chance in those sweepstakes because of the thirty thirty three point eight million in dead money, which we're going to talk about in a second. Because I know I was wrong on that, so I got to I got to offer my apologies to you on that. But
6: yeah, that's not a big deal. But I I mean, I I think that's a good thing too. At least they saw that how toxic this relationship had become. You know?
2: Yeah, but it's interesting with Watson.
6: we'll find out in time.
2: Yeah, with Watson, I mean, as good as he is. Uh, you can say everything you want about the Houston Texans. He won four games as a starting quarterback playing at that high level. So that kind of tells you, uh, yeah, you can have a great quarterback, but you better have something around them. And I, and I look at this Eagles team, and one of the criticisms I, I think that is unfair when it comes to the Eagles and Carson Wentz was they didn't put talent around them. They tried. I mean, if you think about 2018 – That was the Lamar Jackson year coming off the Super Bowl. So, obviously, they weren't going to pick 32nd. But they traded down and took Dallas Goddard. Uh, In 2019, it was Andre Dillard, a left tackle. It didn't work out to this point. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside in the second round. Miles Sanders in the second round. Uh, Last year, they drafted Jalen Rager. They should have drafted Justin Jefferson. They were trying to get playmakers for this guy. They just couldn't make the right decisions.
6: You're right. I mean, and and that uh, the picker hurts, I, which I thought was the right decision. I mean, you know, that's one of those deals where, you know, what do they say? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. At least that was it to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and the other thing is, too, maybe this young coaching staff, I think the average age of the coordinators I worked out the math, and I'm not good at math, but it's, uh, it's 33 three and change the average year. Yeah. Well, you change got 35. Yeah. Steichen's 35. Like 35.
2: Yeah. Stikens 35. Gannon's 37. Michael Clay's 29. Yeah. There it is.
6: So maybe maybe they'll help. Maybe this will help develop players as much as you can develop, develop them. I mean, it's not like you can wait four years in college or th- two or three years, but maybe they can develop them a little bit faster. Like a guy like Jay Jaw i still don't you know i still don't believe that he can't play i mean there's a lot of people that that uh would disagree with me, but you know maybe this new well they're gonna have the same wide receiver coach so i guess uh that could be different but uh you know maybe some of these other guys maybe they can they can actually play we we don't know i mean that i don't think the the coaching was uh in terms of development i don't know whether it was because uh doug had his his uh there was so many uh Tweaks to his coaching staff that I, I don't think he was on board with. I don't know what it was, but they did not develop young guys. Um, so, you know, maybe this new staff will help.
2: By the way, Deuce Staley was in charge of that developmental program for all yeah. those people that wanted yeah. uh, Deuce to be the head coach of this team. But you're right. Uh, I mean, there's so many things you can point at as far as what went wrong with this team the Carson Wentz era, the Doug Peterson era. But it is kind of amazing, Bob. They didn't get three calendar years. Uh, Off Super Bowl fifty-two, uh, before they hired the uh, fired the head coach, they didn't get twenty-one months past the extension of Carson Wentz, and technically, Carson Wentz never sees day one of that extension in Philadelphia. He'll yeah, play yeah, under definitely. that. Yeah, he'll play under that in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you there there, and we mentioned there's so many issues to point at. If you had to boil it down to the biggest, is it Howie Roseman? Was it the coaching? Is it the quarterback? What is the biggest reason for the decline of this franchise?
6: Well, uh, I, I think it is management and the and the um, the way that they've um, they kind of like uh, micromanaged the coaching staff. I, yeah, that I think that's what we see. You know, the the changes in the coaching staff. Um, Maybe that has something to do with the development too, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's the micromanaging of, um, of um, the coaching staff by by Howie and and his people, and you know Doug didn't have control of that game day roster, so when he was talking to us about injuries, he really didn't know. I mean, and he didn't know how to do the, the old soft shoe either and, and dance around it, but uh, he he really didn't know. It, it seems like this guy. Nick Sirianni is going to have that. And and that's a step in the right direction. It, it seems like Nick was able to hire staff that, you know, he was on board with and could trust. It's a very young staff, and uh, we don't know what they can do. But, you know, they're, they're it seems like they're his guys. So maybe that's a good thing. But, you know, the bottom line is with Carson Wentz, too, I, and I've always felt like this, John, is like after that knee injury in 2017, when he, he threw his uh, team record 33rd, touchdown pass, single-season team record, and you know, yeah. on a shredded knee. No Unbelievable. Knee. Last thought, yeah. yeah. Right. But, but he hasn't been the same physically since then. Now, that doesn't mean he can't play. But to me, he hasn't done what he needs to do to, to reinvent himself. He just hasn't taken that next step. He He's just – he's a – he, he's kind of – he's an average quarterback right now. He's just an average guy. He hasn't – I don't know whether – yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, fundamentals, and, and you've spoken about this. You've, you've spoken a lot about that. Um, you know, he hasn't put in the time to to reinvent himself and and really play to his strengths. Now everybody talks about moving him outside the pocket, and he's more effective. Well, he he got run down so many times last year, and and now it's become clear too that he's not that great. I mean, at processing. You know, you look at his highlights and his scrambles. They didn't call the. They didn't call a play with him. He dips to his right, dips to his left, comes back, and then throws a deep ball to, to uh, you know, one of a uh, Deshaun Jackson or whoever it is, you know. And uh, and oh, by the way, you know, um, some of the receivers that uh, the Eagles drafted are, are starring in, in places like Las Vegas, you know, now. So, yeah, but, awesome. uh but you know, he—I he, don't think he can do that anymore. But I, can he be an effective quarterback? He's going to have to learn something. He's going to have to take advantage of, of the skills that he has. And uh, right now, you know, I—I I feel for Frank Reich. Good luck finding that. He did it with Nick Foles, though. I mean, didn't it look like Nick Foles was finished?
2: Yeah, like, they <laughs> and John D. Filippo deserves credit for that. They kind of yeah, rebuilt John, that offense. You're right,
6: those two guys, yeah. yeah. So does he have somebody with him? Does Frank? We'll we'll see if Frank has somebody with him. But even then, John, I I just don't. You know that that um, that inability to reinvent himself, or you know, and uh, and also this this uh, hatred of competition for his job. I don't think it's going to work out for
2: him. I, I don't see it working out. All right, Bob. One more for you. We got about a minute left here. Uh, the the new quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, the Eagles have said, kind of intimated behind the scenes, they're going to bring in competition. What does that competition look like? Is it going to be uh, at number six overall? Uh, is it no, going to be a quarterback no, later so. in the draft, yeah, or I is know, it going know a lot of to be? I
6: think that, but I, you know, I don't think they would do that again. I mean, Jalen Hurts could handle that competition. But uh, you know, I, I don't even know. I mean, they, they can say whatever they want to say. But I, I think if you if a guy like that, uh, Sewell, if he's there, if he drops to six, I think he's
3: coming here. That big offensive lineman from uh, Washington is it or Oregon? I whatever.
6: think it's Oregon. But, yeah, you got Jordan Milada though.
2: You're not you're yeah. not you're not sold on Jordan Milada. Uh, no, or andre Taylor I, he, he don't might, forget he might Andres, you can
6: move him over to right tackle when uh, Lane Johnson gets hurt and you know before the end of September or something like that but uh yeah no I'm not i, I think uh, somebody like that a franchise guy, I think that'd be a. a, a I think they'd go for that I, I really do um now he didn't play last year.
2: And that is a little bit of a question mark. Yeah, opt-out so. opt is always a problem. But I yeah. want to thank you for joining the program, yeah. Bob Groats. Always Read a him. pleasure, guys. Read them at the Delaware County Times. Uh, listen to him on the Pro Football Report with Merrill Reese, uh, the great Bob Groats. Uh, more extending the play on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio coming up.
3: On fishing
1: in areas like. Come on, bro! Th-
3: you have you about to have a kid, and he's gonna want to go fishing. Uncle B can't take him fishing all the time. You gotta learn to fish, bro.
5: It's a good point. What do you mean you it's a
3: good have-
1: point? My ability to father my <laughs> child relies solely on taking him fishing. Yes, Mister well, P- Predicto. All right, what's the question for Mister Predicto here? About <laughs> your ability to father a child? <laughs> well, it has to be yes or no. Okay. Will your son want to go fishing? Well, my son, my boy. Want to fish? Uh-oh.
3: The signs say
5: no.
1: Huh? Oh! That's it. I'm walking off the set like Maury. Is. Boom, boom. I'm out.
5: Drop the mic. See ya. You're not capable of dropping
1: the mic. Oh my goodness! I'll yeah. roll with that, Mister Predict. This is my guy right here. The
2: middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
5: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out BookIt Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book it Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum
1: wellness right here in the Delaware Valley.
0: I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number.
1: Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryhillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryhillDiscCenter.com.
6: When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you,
3: they make sure this is good for you.
1: Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to
4: CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards. Yet his approach to law is rather simple. To serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get con- Connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com. And let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best.
0: You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network. In partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content.
2: Back! On the program, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio extending the play. South Jersey, we we got through it. It's been a difficult uh, time of the year for us Uh, from a weather standpoint. It's been even worse from a Carson Wentz standpoint. 19 days, as we mentioned. uh, It's finally done. Uh, Carson, Indianapolis, uh, third-round pick this year coming in April. Potential first round pick in 2022. It's at least uh, going to be a second round pick, uh, depending on how Carson Wentz performs. And now you got to turn the page, turn the chapter. Is Jalen Hurts going to lead this team moving forward? That's the most likely scenario, but you can't rule out a quarterback at number six overall. Eagles want to bring in competition. It might be Tyrod Taylor. Uh, He was with Shane Steichen with the Chargers. It might be Jacoby Brissett. He was with Nick Sirianni in Indianapolis. But uh, I think he might be a little bit too expensive (laughs) to be a, a bridge quarterback, that type of thing. And then you have to talk about maybe a developmental quarterback as competition. You know, Brian Johnson is the quarterback's coach. He comes from the University of Florida. Kyle Trask uh, is a quarterback expected to go on the second day of the draft. Maybe that's an option. But clearly the Eagles don't just want to say, hand this to Jalen Hurts. Uh, he is a second-year quarterback. He started four games in the NFL. He's a second-round pick. He doesn't have that top-level skill set of, say, a Trevor Lawrence or a Zach Wilson. Uh Or Justin Fields players like that are supposed to have in this draft so it's going to be interesting Uh, and we're going to take you all through it through the offseason extending the play Uh, never ends Uh, the NFL never ends they've set up the calendar (laughs) perfectly Uh, there is no combine but uh, pro days are happening. Uh, the draft prep is now uh, in process to Jackson is gone. Zach Ertz is going to be the next domino to fall. Uh, we mentioned uh, Malik Jackson is going to be gone. All Sean Jeffrey is going to be cut at the start of the new league year. This team's going to look a lot different from the coaching staff on down. And guess what? New brings excitement. And maybe it's nice to turn over a fresh leaf. So, uh, we're going to keep you informed, as always, here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. want to thank Tasha for helping me with these technical difficulties, getting us through uh, a difficult show uh, from a technical standpoint. But I appreciate her help. Uh, and until next week, till next Saturday, South Jersey, keep extending that play. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program was sponsored by the Malamette Law Office and Remax Real Estate, as well as Bet Rivers Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. This has been a Jacob Media Partners production.